Dan Olsenbang, and you're listening to Syracuse University GradCast. I'm really pleased uh, to be here today with Yusser Duwadi. She's a fourth-year PhD chemical engineering candidate in the Department of Biomedical and Chemical Engineering at Syracuse University. She is also the president of the graduate student organization, the GSO, and has been involved in a number of other roles prior to her current role. Uh, she was the controller for a couple of years. She was the financial secretary before that. She's also an international student. She's from Tunisia and was in the UAE prior to coming to the U.S. And I thought that it would be a really good opportunity to talk to you, sir, and to hear about life at Syracuse, life as the GSO president, what she is doing with the GSO presidency, uh, how the GSO works, and, and what her goals are for it and for herself. So welcome you, sir. Hi, I'm very excited to be here and to talk to you today. So I talked a little bit about some of the things about you, but would you like to tell us a little bit more about yourself and, and about your experience of being a grad student at SU? Yeah, sure. So I um, came to SU as an undergrad, and so I viewed it from the undergraduate perspective. Um, but then now being a grad student here, I feel like I'm experiencing it in a different way. Um, being a graduate student, you're pretty much very occupied all the time. There's always um, a workload that you have to tackle. Um, whereas as an undergrad, it's kind of just you have to make sure you just go to classes and make sure you're on time with those. And so um, I've liked it being a grad, but I, I, I've noticed that you have to be very proactive to get the best of the experience. Make sure you balance um, your social life, but then also prioritize your research because at the end of the day, that's really what being a graduate student really is all about. You've been quite involved in the GSO over the past few years and you're the president now. Why did you choose to join the GSO and how has that experience uh, shaped your, your time as a grad student here? Yeah, so I never really um, intended to run for all the positions I ended up holding over the past few years. It was more out of um, a drive to just stay um, social and stay uh, active as a human other than just a researcher uh, on campus. Um, you can you can really feel overwhelmed and submerged in your research when you're a grad student, um, especially if you're doing a PhD, because um, you can also be doing research as a master's. And, um, and so I've just, I've always wanted to have a social aspect to my education because I do feel that balance keeps me thinking fresh for the next day. And, um, and so GSO just, you know, it was something that, um, someone in my lab told me to join or take a look at my first year. And ever since then, I just felt it was a great way to socialize, but also learn a lot about what you can um, and can't do, and then maybe how to do what you can't do in, in, in ways that um, are possible on campus. But it's just a great way to advocate, but also um, meet a lot of people on, across um, grad school and on campus. Sure. I'm sure that the, uh, the experience of being through several GSO administrations, as it always is uh, kind of a, a one-year thing, has shown you a lot about kind of shifts in in. Uh, the experience of, of the GSO and, and of how the GSO kind of handles things around campus. Uh, so given all that and given the perspectives that you've had, 
What is it like to be the president of the GSO? What what kind of initiatives are you pursuing, and you know, what do you want to uh, improve, change, enhance, whatever you would say, in the role that you're currently doing? Yeah. So I um, was very um, hesitant about becoming president, mainly because, like as you mentioned at the beginning, I'm an international student, and so I felt like I may not be the best voice for domestic students, for example. Um, And so I I was just very worried that I may not represent all the concerns and causes um, equally. And um, and so, but now that I think about it, it's really just about being someone who um, is motivated to do what is needed and motivated to do whatever is required or whatever comes up or, and is organized in a way that they they know how to accomplish all these tasks and to do to do things and um, action items. Um, so it, listening to what people have to say and then educating yourself on things that you don't know, and then educating yourself on how things get done and how things are changed or um, edited on campus so that you can, you know, make the changes that students want. That that's been a learning experience for me, but it's also been something I've been wanting to learn. Um, because there's, if there, you know, growing up, my dad always told me if there's a will, there's a way. And I, I always apply it in so many different things, my research, but then I, I felt like as GSO president, um, it's been important to think that way because there'll be so many new, new problems that you may not think are problems for you, but other students want you to do something about. And, um, so you just have to figure out the best um, approach to go about doing though those things. I wonder if you could give an example of of something you know a student need, not a particular students, but in general a student need that that took you by surprise or that you hadn't anticipated would be uh, part of the work of of the GSO president. Um, so I can so a few things that have come up over the past year um, have to do so a situation that. I don't embody. So students that have dependents and so they advocate for things like um, graduate housing for students who have dependents or um, before I purchased my car this year, you know, if you have, there were a lot of parking concerns. And so now I I see that as a student who has a vehicle. And, um, And so things that don't affect you directly because you don't experience them necessarily yourself. Um, But then they, impact the day-to-day life of others. Um, and so you just need to figure out the best way to go about, you know, who do you talk to about this problem? Um, is that the best way to do it to get the fastest result? Um, so it's, it's been a learning experience in that sense. And um, I feel like those lessons learned are the best things to pass along in the future for uh, future GSO eboards so that you can continue being um, productive as a GSO um, in general. One thing I've learned um, about the GSO at Syracuse is that that the GSO president in particular has tremendous access to to people around campus, to campus leaders, um, the board of trustees, and so on. What is it? How has it been, or what has it been like working um, with the chancellor and, you know, they're sort of the VIPs of the university and the board of trustees. What's that experience like? No, that's that's very true. I was 
very tra- I've actually made a joke at one of the board of trustees meeting saying I was not afraid at all or uncomfortable at all talking to everyone here. But it, it's, it's actually quite um, um, it's, it's exhilarating in the fact that you have this huge voice when you're sitting at in these meetings. Um, but then it, it, it forces you to reflect a lot on the best way you really want to come out with what you want to say. Um, and so it, it's been, if anything, it's just been a great learning experience to do positions like this on the GSOE board. You do really, like you said, get to sit down with the chancellor, the provost, the board of trustees, the graduate dean. Um, so you, you get to speak to people of a high caliber that a lot of times students in grad school, you know, aspire to be in these positions. And so um, it's just a great way to, um, I guess, articulate the issues from a student perspective and then kind of see how that's viewed in the administrative level and then see how you can work together. And so it's just been all the time I always say in these meetings that um, it's a two-way street. There's no way for us to cause the change that we can cause as GSO if it wasn't for collaboration that works well um, on the other end. Um, so it's it, it really, I, I encourage, like when I speak to my friends, I always encourage them to, you know, just approach these positions, executive board positions as, you know, why not? And <laughs> learn, you know, run for it and see what you can learn from it and um, you never know, you might surprise yourself and see that you might actually want to go to a, a bigger position in the future. Seems like a great professional development uh, experience. Yeah, yeah, actually. Um, because uh, as a grad student, you you wonder, you know, which path are you going to take? Research, um, you know, bench side, or do you want to go into academia, or do you want to go into a professional position and um, this is one way to kind of tap into that and see if it's a path you might want to take. So over the past year, I guess you haven't borne exactly the brunt of the pandemic, but how has the pandemic uh, influenced your work in the GSO and, and the, the, student, the experience of, of grad students? And, and how has the GSO sort of operated to, to help and, and to buffer students from these various issues brought up by the pandemic? Um, yeah, so w- with the pandemic, the GSO came out um, and saw that we first need to make sure, you know, we're holding the school accountable for things related to COVID procedures. And so um, we, um, um, with the resolution, we put forward a GSO pandemic committee, and it's been very active in the past two years, reporting back on what the school has been doing and just alerting students, um, even through our website, um, precisely like these are the new guidelines and this is what's currently um, in place uh, for COVID regulations and so on. But the the most, the, the biggest issue I, I would feel that highlighted is too, is that it's not really easy to sustain yourself um, as a grad student with the stipend that you get. Um, and so, um, with COVID happening and inflation right now, the biggest issues facing grad students right now really is cost um, and living expenses. And so um, as GSO, we're doing our best to tackle that. You know, we're, we're trying to um, help with reimbursing a lot of academic uh, fees and a lot of uh, research and professional related expenditures. Um, so, but, but really bluntly saying it's, um, 
it, it really drills down as it does with a lot of different areas to the, the, the financial aspect of it. Um, as a grad student, you know, you, you, many students who are PhD students receive assistantships. And so it ends up being, it ends up going back to that to make sure that you can maintain a nice quality of life on that assistantship while still um, fulfilling your duties as a grad student. That's a great insight into it and gives a sense of, of you know, where students are coming from and how this impacts them. Uh, what do you think are the most important issues facing um, grad students today or now? I guess it's more, um, it depends on the group, I would say, the grad student. So if you're an international student, um, a big concern right now is isolation and trying mm-hmm. to get, um, you know, just speaking as an international student, making sure, you know, you have all your um, visa and status in place. And so everything is backlogged. And so a lot of students can't go home. And so you have a lot of students stuck in Syracuse, not a negative thing per se, uh-huh. but you, you do want to make sure you have the resources and um, for them to continue, you know, their day to day, or even when school is off to continue their, um, their, their life. So some initiatives that we've, for example, pursued in the past year was um, pushing for graduate summer funding. And so um, just briefly, why are we doing this? Um, students who are on assistantships are on assistantships for the semesterly um, academic year, so fall and spring. Um, a lot of these students, like I said, may have dependents or a lot of these students just support themselves solely off of their assistantship. And so we're pushing for continued assistantships throughout the summer. And it, it's not just, you know, to make, make sure students are getting paid and that they can lead a life, you know, th- over the summer while doing research, but it's also benefit for, of the school. Um, research should continue over the summer. And a lot of these students end up working part-time um, in roles that have nothing to do with their research. And so not only do they lose time from their degree, but the school doesn't operate at a baseline research level. Um, It it falls um, short of that over the summer. And so pushing for like inclusive or um, comprehensive summer funding for graduate students kind of boosts the research level in school, but also ensures students are continuing a quality of life where essentially they're just, they're able to afford rent. And so that's really um, um, what what we've been pushing for. And some promising things are coming out of that. It was a great discussion with the Board of Trustees in March. And um, there is a new position in academic affairs that will be focusing on summer funding uh, for graduate students. And so um, it's, it's just great to see that when you bring up these conversations and they're actually meaningful things that um, have good impact on students, but also on the school, some good action can come out of that. Oh, that sounds really great. I, there, I'm certainly not uh, unaware of these issues. And I remember the, the difficulties of, um, in my case, living on a, a doctoral stipend in New York City, where cost of living is pretty high and it's pretty difficult to to stay uh, kind of afloat in that. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, but then some other uh, initiatives, like if we step away from the funding side, um, we're also focusing on relationships that students have with their advisors. And so we had an advisor advisee framework that started off this past year um, with Dr. Vanable, um briefly talking and um, giving mentorship uh, guidelines to faculty and coming faculty. And we're hoping that grad students can join these conversations just to enhance the mentoring relationship. And so you would have a better, um, so you do have a student that's healthy assistantship wise, but also relationship wise so that their research can also flourish in that way. Also equally crucial. Um, I I hope that you'll have some some good success with that kind of thing. It's certainly a, a very critical part of graduate education and something that is always a little difficult to get right, I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So what is next for you? What do you uh, have in mind for a career? Maybe how does the GSO play into it? Um, what will we see next for, from you? Hmm. So I'm not sure. <laughs> well, actually, um, so I I do want to uh, run again for this position um, in the GSO. Every executive member can run for up to two years. Um, and so I would be more than happy to run again. And we have elections um, coming up in April. Um, uh, and so I also encourage a lot of students to run for any position um, because, like I said, it, it really does um, get you to explore a lot about your likes and dislikes and um, where you can shine in your um, um, like your best qualities can come out and shine in that in that aspect. Um, but then. Next for me, this coming year, I'm really focusing on my research. Um, I, you know, as every fourth, fifth year graduate student would tell you, um, this is where you push and this is where you try to um, kind of wrap it up and um, bring it home, per se, in terms of research. And, and so that's what I'll be focusing on. But what do I want to do for your career? I still don't know. <laughs> it's, it's very funny to me because um, I came into this thinking that I really wanted to go into industry. I wanted to work for a cosmetics company, um, bench side uh, research. And, uh, but now I'm thinking, like I said, now that I've been in GSO, I really like the administrative positions at universities. And I like that the, the kind of work that you do at that level. And um, so that's something I've been thinking about too, as well, academia and mm-hmm. Um, climbing up from academia and and so yeah so I I kind of the where I got how I got to where I am today um, it was trusting my instincts when decisions had to be made uh, when going to the next step and so I'm kind of going to do that for any future decision that I have so let's see well thank you so much and I certainly wish you all the best with that those are those are some some big undertakings, and I know you've done a great job with the GSO. So, I uh, I want to thank you for uh, for joining us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me, and this was um, it, it, I, I'm very happy to speak to you and speak to graduate students in the Syracuse campus um, about just a little bit of my experience at SU. <laughs> thank you very much, you sir, and you've been listening to Syracuse University Gradcast. Mm-hmm.